Hey, it's Lauren at Up and Out Thrift, and I am currently manifesting more money selling on Depop. I'm a full-time reseller with experience selling on eBay, Mercari, and of course, Depop. Make sure to follow the podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts for tips and tricks for turning your clothes into cash. Enjoy the pod. Today's episode, we are going to be getting into sourcing online, but let it be known, you need to start sourcing from the source, which you are the source of everything. Try to spend $0. If you are truly starting out on Depop, eBay, Mercari, you simply do not have to spend any money. Start with what you already have. I know for a fact that there are probably some clothes in your closet that you don't really wear. They might be too big. They might be too small. Go ahead and list them. There is literally a market for everything. And if you think it's not something that you can sell, girl, trust. You can sell it. I have sold everything from like $2 items, like literally $2 items plus ship all the way up to hundreds of dollar items. So there's a market for everything. Go ahead and give it a shot. Start with what you already have and then move on to the thrift store or sourcing online. There's tons of ways to actually acquire inventory through online arbitrage, through sourcing online on the platforms that you might already be on like Poshmark, Depop, eBay. If you are looking for more high quality goods, we're going to be talking about the places to get more quality items and the places where it's going to be cheaper. And maybe you're trying to build up your store with lots of items. Maybe you want to become a volume seller. I got you. I'm going to tell you the places where to go online to acquire inventory for your stores. So if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably a lot like me. You're thrifty. You like getting a bargain, a deal. You don't want to spend too much on inventory because you still want to make room for profits. Totally understandable. We're all trying to do it. Here is the number one place where you can go to to get a lot of inventory for very little money. The first place I want to talk about is Whatnot. If you are not familiar with Whatnot, it is a live auction, eBay-esque kind of app. Whatnot started selling Funko Pops in the beginning, and it's basically like a live stream. People will go into the app and preload all their items. You don't really necessarily have to talk about your items in depth to kind of leave more of a mystery factor to it when people are coming to your live stream and then they'll show their item, they'll put it up on the screen and they'll start the bidding at $1. Usually the $1 bids seem to do really well on whatnot just to get people on their page just to get them to watch them. But it usually starts at a dollar, $4, usually for a very low price. And the more people that are watching you, the more people bid and hopefully your item sells for a lot of money. The really nice thing about Whatnot is there's like a base shipping price. So 
if you buy one item and the shipping is $5, the next item you buy from that live stream is an extra dollar or two, depending on what you're buying. Personally, I have sourced from whatnot only one time. I honest, honest to God, like I had to delete the app because whatnot is very addicting. And I would just get on whatnot and watch these live streams and basically bid on things I didn't really need. I never spent over $20 on the app, but it was $20 too much. And I was just constantly watching people and it's really fun to get to know them and connect with them. I do follow a couple whatnot live streamers on Instagram and that's how I keep up with them but I cannot attend their live streams because they have the, some of the coolest stuff I've ever seen and it really is kind of like the bins. It's kind of like an online Goodwill bins situation and it's just a crazy crazy bidding war but if you get in early Let's say you find somebody who is just starting out and they're basically running those $1 sales, $1 to begin with kind of sales. That is your opportunity to jump in and try and snag some really good items. One thing I will say though, is I tried personally selling on whatnot a couple times, once or twice, and I think I lost a lot of money, potentially. Uh, the thing I lost the most money on was a really cute ruffle anthropology skirt. Oh my gosh, I literally sold that for $4 plus shipping, so somebody got a really good deal out of me, but I'm not telling you guys to um, take advantage of these like new sellers, but all I'm saying is they want the views. They want people coming in, bidding up, running up their items on their live stream. And this is a great opportunity for you to get potentially a few items, five to, I would say 30 items potentially from one person and spend next to nothing, especially if they're new, especially if they're not really well known. I mean, to get on Whatnot, the reason why they get on Whatnot is because they are trying to offload their inventory. Nobody on Whatnot has lack of inventory issues. They have too much stuff. So don't feel too bad for them. They are making money. But when you are starting on Whatnot and you don't necessarily have a solid, huge platform or following, it is harder to get lots of views. I think the most views I had in my stream was around 20 to 25 people and the lowest of course was zero and I was just talking to myself and that was the end of my whatnot career. Another live auction style type of bidding war place you can check out is actually Poshmark. You guys know I got some beef with Poshmark Poshmark and I, we go way back, okay? But she's good for this live selling, bidding stuff situation she's got going on. No, it is not the best. 
UI, but I will say that you can snag some really good items. It is very similar to whatnot. A lot of platforms, including eBay, are trying to adopt this new live selling method of selling. And of course, if you're probably listening to this, you're probably starting out on a platform. I do not recommend live selling if you are starting out. I recommend live selling if you have a solid platform of maybe over a thousand, two thousand people, like you're getting a little traction somewhere else that isn't whatnot to potentially bring those people into your whatnot live streams. But I would not put all your eggs in one basket on whatnot if you are not well known because you will not be landing those sales at all. The most you'll probably make is like a $10 sale on something that you should have sold on eBay or Depop and just, you know, waited it out a little bit longer to get the maximum amount of profit. And I will say that the Poshmark live shows are not as popular as the whatnot live auction type of shows. If you are really into the whole reselling community, there is a top seller. His name is Daily Refinement. He is on Whatnot constantly, like almost, I would say, like 20 hours a day. He has people working for him who also host the shows, but he himself hosts these shows and he does huge reseller bundles on there. He gives out like jean bundles so you could get like a like a 50 pack of jeans or something crazy for really nice prices. He sells a lot of just bread and butter brands, Patagonia, Columbia, Anthropology, sometimes Old Navy, jackets, pants, women's, stuff like that. He has it all and he's really targeting resellers, which is a great business model as as it is. I mean, those are the people who are really on whatnot, to be honest with you, are resellers. So there is a little bit of competition on whatnot, but Poshmark is like the undiscovered, underground kind of version of whatnot. And I would say that in a typical Poshmark live show, I'm looking at it right now, the highest I'm seeing is 35 people and the rest 15, 20, 17. Not a lot of people in these shows. On Whatnot, I, I don't have the app because I literally had to delete it off my phone, but people would be coming in and out of shows like crazy, especially people that were featured on the front page. They had over 200 people on their live shows. And a lot of it is talking and getting to know the seller themselves. And it's a perfect time to ask them questions, especially if there's not that many in those who are just starting out on whatnot. It's a very saturated market now. They're doing a lot of marketing. More and more people are joining whatnot every single day. So really utilize the platform to your advantage and find those people who do not have thousands of followers and really need to start a following and really need to offload their inventory. They are there to make sales, to make money. They're more than happy to send you multiple items. They want you to buy tons of stuff from them. And this is a great way to potentially start sourcing online and try to get a feel for thrifting in online. In 
the last kind of underground auction site that not a lot of people talk about is shopgoodwill.com, where vintage is number one. Like vintage is king and you can find so many cool, nice pieces. And it's not just vintage. There just happens to be a lot of vintage on Shop Goodwill. And it is an auction style kind of site. It's not the best. It's not the best site. Went on it earlier today and the photos were kind of taking a long time to load. So yeah, a little janky. You got to work with it a little bit, but you can get shipping for as low as a cent. And yes, they do charge a handling fee of like $4.99. So they are trying to trick you a little bit, but sometimes the handling fee can be like a dollar, $2. So then you really are paying uh, $2.01 for shipping and handling, which is a really, really awesome good deal. If you ship anything, potentially anywhere in the United States. It's roughly three to four dollars for under four ounces. So shipping and handling, you're only paying two dollars and a cent. You could get really good deals and you could get up to like 70% off wholesale prices on shopgoodwill.com, which is quite amazing. Highly recommend heading over to there because I feel like it's dead. I feel like shopgoodwill.com is dead. There are not a lot of people on the site. I could be wrong, but I think I'm right because I have been seeing deal after deal and just these crazy, cool, really nice pieces. Right now, I'm looking at a lambskin fur coat and it has like a chevron rainbow design and the sleeves are like chevron rainbows $60 $60 and just a quick like google image search on it I'm seeing a ton of different ones that are very similar they're not the exact same one this one's going on Etsy for $150 so that's a big profit that's a huge profit right there. So potentially if you do want to pay up just a little bit, or maybe you don't pay up at all, maybe they list it really low, just like they do at Goodwill. It's kind of like Goodwill. Like it literally is Goodwill, but it's almost like being at a Goodwill. And once again, it is a bidding slash like auction site. So Things move quickly. It is a little competitive, so watch out for that. And it is a vintage gold mine. If you're a vintage seller, I know that Etsy, you can only sell vintage clothing. You cannot sell new or fast fashion or whatever you want. It has to be vintage. So if you are an Etsy seller, I would check that place out to score some serious vintage. It's kind of like also being at an estate sale uh, online almost because I have found some of my best vintage pieces from estate sales. Anyways, we're going to try and keep this online. Next is a website that kind of acts as a consignment store that you can send your clothes to and they sell it for you. It's thread up. And they have mystery boxes. They call them rescue boxes, 
right here on their website, our way of saving items that don't qualify for listing on our marketplace. These items may have flaws, but are heavily discounted. Find material for upcycling. Maybe you'll even discover some hidden gems. Very ambiguous, but okay. I have seen people do unboxings of these thread up rescue boxes and it's worked out for them. Here you can get shoes from $34 and you could choose the size of the shoes. You could choose the quantity, how much you want. So let's say I want a size six shoe. The quantity minimum is five pairs and it looks like I can only get five pairs. Yes, I can only get five pairs for $34. So assuming tax plus shipping costs, it's gonna be around seven to $10 per pair of shoe. Hopefully they're sending you some pretty good goddamn shoes so you can make profit on it. I know myself just from prior experience shopping in person and actually being in the store and physically having the shoes, I have gotten burned because I did not look through them like thoroughly enough and then I get home and the sole is cracked or the shoelaces don't match. One time I even bought a pair of combat boots which sell very well. Military combat boots sell amazing especially if they are a great price. Picked them up for around $10, $12. Took them home. They were two different boots and I couldn't return them because I lost the receipt or I didn't take a receipt. Something happened to this receipt, but I couldn't take them back. And oh my goodness, I got burned so bad. So even if you are in the store, always check through your shoes more than once. I, I don't know if I would trust this rescue box for shoes, but especially since they are advertising that they want you to find material potentially for upcycling and DIY projects. That makes me kind of think like, oh, am I going to get rags? But I have seen people who did pretty well on these boxes. So here's another box you can get. Bulk mixed clothing from $126. Mixed sizes. Oh, 50 pounds, 10 pounds and 200 pounds. So 200 pounds of clothing is gonna cost you $360. So assuming that you are starting from the ground up, you are trying to grow your store, maybe you're more inclined to go for the mid-tier one, which is 100 pounds. So if you get $100 bulk mixed clothing, that's gonna be $225 divided by 100 pounds. It's going to be around $2.25 per pound. But what are you getting in the package? That's the mystery of it all. And that's one of the reasons why I am not super inclined or excited about doing mystery boxes. But hey, if you're just starting out and like you literally need inventory and you can't go out and get it for some reason, maybe you're in school full-time, maybe you work full-time and it would just be easier to purchase these mystery boxes, I would definitely look into this. They have more options than this. If you're into kids' shoes, kids clothing, DIY fabric filling, 
includes shredded fabric and fibers that can be reused as refilling for the full cycle collection, pet beds, or for any other DIY projects. Oh my gosh, I almost had a stroke reading that. Whoever wrote that, um, oh my goodness, can't can't write. So for 15 pounds, uh, it's going to cost you $15 for this DIY fabric filling. Just a little FYI, if you need fabric filling for a DIY, hit up ThreadUp. They have these rescue boxes and... I would go here if I was starting from nothing. You absolutely need to start online. They also sell mystery boxes and bundle deals on all platforms. I primarily see them on eBay all the time. Tons of bundles to be had, especially with hats. Hats are like a real hidden gem wherever you're sourcing items And if you're able to get like a bundle deal on hats, like maybe a five for 25, hats are a quick flip. Hats are always in season all year round. It's winter, your head's cold, put on a hat. It's summer, you're hot, the sun's beating down on you, put on a hat. Goes all year round, flips amazingly if you got the right kind of hat. Here's the most promising box. I don't know why I skipped this. Handbags, $50 for five items. Get a mix of totes, handbags, crossbodies, bags, and small purses. Can include brands like Fossil, Vera Bradley, Banana Republic, and more. Vera Bradley doesn't sell for a lot, but can sell more for $10 if it is a sought-after quilted design. More designs are going to be more desirable than others. That's potentially a Bolo brand. Fossil anything. Fossil anything. Really quality material, good quality brand. Makes me hopeful. I would be more inclined to purchase handbags from the site just because they mentioned these brands. Now in the bulk mixed clothing section, that would cost you $225 for 100 pounds. It says it can include a variety of brands like Zara, Ann Taylor, Express, Old Navy, and more. Okay, that's that's a little bit of a red flag for me, especially the Express in Old Navy category. Old Navy sells, but it doesn't sell for a lot. Zara can sell. Zara does have a more exclusive, better material type of clothing brand that they carry, but not everything Zara is great material. And sometimes Zara just just is putting on some ugly stuff, you know, just like Target and their wild fable moment they're having right now in Target, like their stuff isn't the vibe. So sometimes Zara, hit or miss. And Taylor, very iffy. That's a big eBay brand. And more. I wonder what the and more stands for. And when you're purchasing stuff in pounds, like a hundred pounds, it could literally be anything. But, you know, if I could potentially get a Vivian Westwood bag or something, you know, that would be worth it. Not saying I've seen that happen before, but I guess it's a mystery box. So I guess it is a gosh darn mystery.
If you're more into the mystery box side of things, I would recommend the next form of online sourcing, which is liquidation palettes, which follows the philosophy of it takes money to make money because these palettes are some serious money. If you are looking to buy a luxury retail liquidation palette from, let's say, Nordstrom, it's going to run you around two to $3,000 to get this palette. With that being said, you are receiving upwards of two to 500 pieces potentially on this website. Nordstrom, new tags, outlet website, they are offering these palettes it is a 250 piece minimum and it's sold out. And for 250 pieces, it is going to be at $2,125. 500 pieces, four grand, 750 pieces, close to six grand, 559. Okay, so definitely um, takes money to make money. But you can also purchase these palettes from Amazon. Other websites, do offer these liquidation palette type deals, which I will be getting into in a future podcast. But for right now, liquidation retail palettes are an option potentially if you have enough capital money up front to be spending on these palettes. And not only money, but room. Room to store and process these clothes. I mean... If you're buying these palettes, you're serious. You got some serious cash. Good for you. Good job. That means you're doing great. So happy for you. But, you know, the rest of us, we're, we're a little broke. We're a little, we're a little thrifty. We're a little bro- broke and thrifty. So here's a little site you can go to to get a lot of items for a very low price. And this is going to be a site an app that I sell on myself, and that is Mercari. The caveat with Mercari is that there's a lot of shit. There's a lot of bullshit. There's a lot of junk, and there's a lot of scams, actually. It's not that hard to avoid these scams, but they do come around every once in a while. So you got to watch out for these Mercari-esque type scams. They're very easily avoidable. It's the same as when you get a DM on Instagram and it's like, oh, I'm on the promoter team of blah, 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 and I would love to send you money. It's the same kind of, same kind of deal there. But things on Mercari move very quick, very fast, and Mercari has the option of looking at things not only from all over the, the United States, but all over your city. You could do local deals, lots of local deals to be had. And if you really want to source online, keep it online. Do not want to leave the house. You can purchase these items from one person, like in a bundle from them. Or if you perhaps want to go pick up the items, once you get there, they might be like, hey, you know, I have some more clothes for you to take if you're interested, stuff like that. It's happened to me plenty of times where I am purchasing items from somebody in person from their own personal collection. And they're like, hey, here's an extra bag of clothes. 
I don't want. Do you want them? And of course, I'm not going to turn down free clothes because uh, free clothes. I mean, I'm going to sell these clothes for profit. It's amazing when you tell people that you're a clothing reseller and their mind is just blown. They're like, oh, you make money doing this? Like, let me give you these clothes. I've had tons of people actually just give me clothes and I'm like, are you sure? Like, I'm gonna, let me pay you for these clothes. And they don't want money. They just want me to sell it. So it's been very nice. Do not be shy about talking about your reselling because there can be potentially free clothes in it. But let's reel it in. Let's keep it online. And let's keep it online to one of the other OG platforms I have been selling on since I was 15 years old in high school. Not that long ago. Actually, I'm 22. So in retrospect, not too long ago. But it seems like it was a long time ago. Now, you might be a little intimidated by the very high shipping prices of Poshmark. I know I am, but there's a ton of people on Poshmark just begging to get rid of their stuff, quite honestly, and you can get some really, really great deals. I ran into a pair of these clogs one time. I think they were like Crocs clogs or something selling for a really low cheap price. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like what's wrong with these? Like why are they so cheap? And there was nothing wrong with them. I just think the seller didn't know how to price them correctly and like literally sold them next day. I saw the price was even lower and I think it went from like a 35 dollar listing to like a $15 listing. So somebody lucked out, got the shoes for at least $15. I don't know what the shipping was like. Maybe the seller gave them a shipping discount. You can talk to these sellers, try and talk them down a little bit about potentially giving you free shipping or giving you a discount on shipping. Resellers, sellers online are more inclined to give you discounts just because you don't know their situation. You don't know if they are trying to get this stuff moving, if they're selling this piece on consignment, if it's a piece from their own personal collection, or even if they got it for free, maybe they are willing to take a lower price. There's nothing wrong with sending out offers. Now, if you're sitting there, you're sending out <laughs> the most god-awful low-ball offers you possibly can, don't do that. Be a good human, be be a good person and send them a fair offer, you know, maybe a little less than what you really want to spend with them, but just try and gauge how they're going to respond to you first off. That's, that's a word of the wise. And as a reseller myself, whenever I get like a really dog shit lowball offer, I just say to myself, you know, like maybe they're just trying to see if I'm even going to respond to them because there are so many sellers out there, especially on Depop for some reason, who sell a couple items or maybe they are a big seller and they ship once a month. They don't respond to messages. Some some weird shit like that. So maybe they're just trying to see if I am active on my account, which I am. I respond to offers within literal 
minutes <laughs> most days. I do get email notifications whenever I do get offers on Depop. So I see the email. I go respond to it. I mean, it takes me no time at all. I'm probably on the app anyways. And I get notifications for eBay. They appear on my Apple Watch. So I just go ahead and respond to offers as quickly as possible. So if you're trying to get something on the low, on the absolute low, shoot them an offer for lower than what you would actually pay them because maybe then they will counter offer with the amount you actually wanna pay for the item. Or try talking them down, hey, can I get free shipping? Can we do like a bundle discount? Do you do bundle discounts? What are your bundle discounts? Do you do highest shipping price? Can I get a 15% off? Stuff like that. Communicate with people and being nice, especially online, goes a long way. Online, it is a little harder to read people's emotions. So I like to use, it sounds corny, but a little explanation point. When anybody messages me on Depop, eBay, Mercari, any of my sites that I do sell on, I respond to them with hello and with an explanation mark and I make my statement and at the end I put thank you and it's not passive aggressive, it's not rude, it's very neutral, nice responses. I want to be nice as possible to these people. I do not want to appear mean to them at all. And sometimes you can come off as mean or rude if you're not taking that extra step to be like, hey, you know, I can't do this, but I could do this for you. And just trying to follow up with your statements with something positive so you can land that sale and you don't come off as a rude person. If you're a buyer, if you're a buyer, you're trying to source these items online, be real with these people. Do not, okay, like do not like tell them you're gonna resell the item for more money. Of course not, but do communicate with them. Hey, I love this item, do you do deals? Something small like that, communication is key and be nice to everybody because everybody is going through something different. You don't know their situation. Maybe they got the item for free and maybe they are willing to let this item go, this $100 item go for $10 because hey, it was free. They're trying to move it. It's whatever. And potentially you get a good deal and you get some good profits. And last but not least, one of the most unusual places to source are actually from the stores themselves. I am currently trying this out with some anthropology pieces. Anthropology was running a huge sale and I got some tops, each top, I bought four of them, four or five actually, four or five tops, and they all retail for around $100. $85, something crazy like that. And I was able to get each top for a really good price, but they came in the mail, branded with tags, and did not have the like sale price on them at all. So it looks like just a clear tag. It's pretty, it's beautiful, it's clear. They're brand new with tags. I love selling 
up-to-date, brand new with tags items. In the beginning, I thought, oh my gosh, like I have to be a vintage seller. Everybody is doing vintage, yada, yada, yada. Well, you know what? I um, have learned that I'm not really super um, excited about vintage, especially this whole 1000 piece thrift haul I did. If you guys haven't checked that out yet, a couple weeks ago I did a 1000 piece thrift haul. If you want to learn more about how I acquired a thousand pieces for $100, uh, you can learn more about that in my previous podcast. I also have a YouTube video where I explain how I got into that situation. But other than that, yes, um, I love selling new tags items. They're just a lot nicer to deal with. I mean, literally no one's ever worn them before. So put it on my dress form mannequin, snap some photos of the tags and call it a fucking day. So really, I guess like that's online arbitrage, sort of, I, to be honest with you, like online arbitrage is such an encompassing term. So whatever, but going straight to the source, man, that is one way you can potentially score really huge. Also Nordstrom Rack, they have the clear the rack sale. I think they do that online as well. Don't quote me on that, but I know they have it in the store. So that's a good opportunity to score some really good luxury, new with tags, items, and just like big stores in general will run online sales. There was another time I almost got these um, banquet, Coors Banquet, like beige t-shirts with like an awesome graphic print and they had really good sizes available and they were literally slipping between my fingers. They were literally selling. I could not get a single one and they went from fully stocked to nothing at all when they released this sale. So going straight to the source might just be it for you. And a little side note, some of these bigger brands, Levi's, Patagonia, they're starting to kind of invest in the secondhand market and trying to resell their own items, their own used items. I know Madewell has a program. You could bring your jeans to Madewell, get some credit for your used Madewell jeans. Madewell jeans are very popular. They're very good quality. So you give them your jeans and they give you a little store credit. Well, it's going to go back onto <laughs> madewell.com where they are selling used clothing to kind of compete, to compete with eBay, Depop, all these other online places. They are starting to catch on, but that is potentially a good place to source as well. I know for myself, Patagonia, oh my gosh, let me drop... I mean, drop the website. It is called Warnware Patagonia, and they have some beautiful pieces on here. Here's a sweater that retails for $99, but the used version does sell for $55 and would sell about for $55 as well on like eBay. So they are trying to compete with other online platforms. But honestly, it's not a good thrift trip if you did not find 
at least one piece for yourself. I mean, come on. Uh, I get my clothes insanely cheap because I go out there in person. I don't really do a ton of online sourcing, but when I do, I like to do brand new with tags type of stuff. I do want to do liquidation palettes in the future. Unfortunately, I do not have enough capital or cash for that at the moment. But as I grow and expand my business, liquidation palettes, I think are going to become one of my best friends because I'm very interested in that. But nothing's as good as getting a deal, to be completely honest with you. The Goodwill Bins, if you've never been to the Goodwill Bins, it is a hoot and a holler. The Goodwill Bins are crazy. They are nuts. There are big families coming in, stealing all the carts. There's no carts when you walk in. It's literally the Wild West. And they they like uh, roll out these troughs of clothes. And you got people fighting, chicken fights left and right. It is absolute chaos. But the feeling you get when you find that L.L. Bean knit chunky sweater and you pay absolutely pennies on the dollar for it, maybe a dollar or two, you're paying by weight, man. Uh, at the Goodwill Bins I live by, I pay about $1.25, $1.50 per pound. I mean, you're getting the best deals out there, really, next to nothing. And that's kind of the business model I am primarily trying to run on right now. If I cannot get this item for next to absolutely nothing and flip it for 5, 10x what I initially invested in the item. I don't want it. I want bulk deals, bulk buys, but if you absolutely need to, have to, want to potentially start sourcing online, I would suggest trying a few things I mentioned out and seeing how that works for you. Try going straight to the source. Nordstrom Rack, JCPenney, all these online big store presents, they're all running sales all year long. They have a sales page, Aritzia. Aritzia had a huge sale recently too. And I didn't find any pieces that I truly felt my being called to, but it is there. They do run amazing sales. You just got to watch out for them. And for the Patagonia already been worn website. Yeah, I would say there might be a little bit of profit to be made. I see a dress here. They're trying to sell for 35 that retails for 75. That sounds about right. That sounds about eBay prices, but the sizes are large and extra large available, which are very sought out sizes across all platforms. The bigger the size, the better. Bigger sizes are just easier to sell and harder to come by. So when you do see those bigger sizes, I would recommend picking those up. But this Patagonia website, I mean, it's for me and you, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, we might not be sourcing on this site, but we are definitely snagging some Patagonia for a deal for those low, low prices. Because honestly, looking at the prices of Patagonia makes me want to cry. And also Aritzia, big sad, big sad Aritzia is so expensive. But 
to be fucking for real with you guys, if you're on Poshmark, Mercari, eBay, Depop, look at the platforms you are already selling on. There can be some really great stuff on the sites you are already on. So just try looking there, looking at big websites, potentially liquidation pallets if you are very profitable in your business. Congratulations, you can afford liquidation pallets. That sounds like a dream. Cannot wait till I get there. Probably probably by the end of this year, maybe, maybe next year. I don't know. That's a big fat maybe. So to wrap things up, I want to hear from you guys. I want to hear about your craziest Depop eBay Mercari DMs because I know personally on the daily, honestly, on the daily, I get some crazy ass DMs from people who are simply out of their mind. They're just bad shit crazy. And if you want to see some of them, I do feature them on my Instagram stories daily, literally daily. Go ahead and follow me at Lauren Lazelle. Check it out. I also post polls, questionnaires, stuff about what I'm going to be doing on this podcast for the next one. So if you want to be featured on a future podcast, shoot me a DM with the screenshot of your craziest DMs. I really want to hear them. I really want to feature them. I feel like this is a great way for me to connect with you all and for you guys to connect with each other and keep up with each other on these crazy DMs that y'all receive as buyers and sellers. I know even as a buyer, you can get some pretty whack ass DMs from sellers. If you don't know already, one of my favorite pages to follow is Depop Drama. Here's one of them from the seller. Just posted now. Really sorry about the delay. I've left a surprise in the parcel for you, though. No worries, mate. What's the surprise? You'll see. And it's literally a kinder surprise in the package. I, I was honestly scared to swipe. I mean, a surprise. I, I don't, I don't ever, ever want a surprise, but I guess a kinder surprise is the best scenario of the kind of surprises that will come in your Depop parcel. Okay, guys, I will see y'all in the next one. DM me, shoot me a message to get featured on the next pod. See you later. Bye.